Blog Talk Radio.
all live it. Start a record label, Misfits just did it. Ooh. Nylon, couple five minutes. Whoa, we are too hot in the business. Ooh. About to make a movie independent. Ooh. Need new trucks independent. Ooh. I need you to listen to the vision. Ooh. All your verses sound like dirty dishes. Ooh. I'm about to clean them in the kitchen. Ooh. And we making money by the minute. Ooh. I'm about to do a way different. God. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon living. living. I, I, icon living. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon icon. I am not a Mayan, I'm a menace. It's wild, you can lie like a professor. I don't got the time to put you on a stretcher. Stretcher. I am here in a silk flesh. I am just an icon living. Start a record label, Misfits just did it. Whoa, I'm high star, cover five minutes. Whoa, we are so hot in the business. Last verse was before the award show. Icon tatted on my torso. Me and Moy dipping in the porso. What? I ain't even taking on torso. What? Uh, down. Last girl signed a divorce, so what? Now I'm focused and we about to all blow up. We just trying to make the whole crowd go nuts. What? Look, we don't know no one like you. Huh? Go grills and you dance like Michael. What? No eyes, misfits, no typos. Yeah. Look, wait. We just want to make you go psycho. Put $100,000 in the Bible. Ooh. I took the game with my eyes closed. Last verse was before the award show. Icon tatted on my torso. Huh? Me and Moy dipping in the porso. What? I ain't even taking on torso. What? Your shit is fire, I'm more so. What? Young Jaden dying on the floor, so what? She broke my heart to the core, so what? I guess we all gotta grow up. I'm just an icon living. Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Ooh. Interview, cover five minutes. Ooh. We are too hot in the business. Ooh. I'm going straight to the top of the code We should just chill and maybe take it slow Before we get up there with nowhere to go And we can chill and just look at the view Woo! Damn Load a yellow rose into a rifle Ooh. Me and Harry about to go psycho Psycho Put a hundred thousand in the Bible Bible Damn Wait Go team dance like Michael Michael Man this nigga on like a light bulb Light bulb Oh and all the cutty in a tyco Damn About to make a movie independent Woo. Need new trucks independent Woo. I need you to listen to the vision all your verses sound like dirty dishes I'm about to clean them in the kitchen And we making money by the minute I'm about to do a way different I am just an icon living I am just an icon living I, I, icon living I am just an icon living I am just an icon I am just an icon living I am just an icon You are listening to Real Life Spill, and we'll be right back after this commercial break.
slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. What you do? This is belly. That's cool. Yeah. On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. Thank God that we're here. 
How was everybody's week? Let's start there. How was everybody's week? <laughs> you said don't ask you that? Oh, Lord. Well, Rain knows how my week went. It's pretty much been like that for the past few weeks. So. Girl, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it, it's been, been rough. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that should be under or in the hospital right now. But, you know, thank God for good, wise count. Thankfully, Rain didn't pick up the phone one of these days. I was right as fast because she probably would have pushed me over the edge to do it. So I thank you for not answering that day. You <laughs> fact. <knew> <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. You know, every now and again, you might have to tell tell somebody off. Ain't that, well, no, don't take my advice. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm the asshole, so you don't take my advice. Yeah, so I'm kind of glad that uh, she didn't answer the phone. <laughs> God knew he was doing. Anyway, once again, we are in the building. Welcome to the Real Life Spill Show. I am currently on Facebook Live. I was trying to go on Instagram. Don't know what the hell I'm doing because they didn't change all them features around. But nevertheless, if you're listening over the live stream, if you want to call up, 516-387-1817. And I actually sent out the right number tonight. Thank God. I had rain, double-check everything to make sure that we was good. Hashtag progress. You know. <laughs> Check that out. So yeah, we um we actually we actually in the building. I'm okay. I'm live in both places now, so that's that's even better. I'll be live in like two minutes on the actual real life spill radio page and my page. Y'all give me two minutes. I'm still setting up over here. So once again, on either platform, um, if you want to call up five one six three eight seven. 1817. So, you know, let me ask y'all, how do y'all feel about, you know, the election, the election being right around the corner? I feel the same as I always do. Everybody's full of shit. Everybody's lying. Nobody's going to do anything specifically for black people. So, just make the most of it. That's how I feel about it. Well, I just want to, I, I do want to encourage my people, you know, go out, go out and vote. Can't tell you who to vote for, you know, that. Up to you, that choice is yours, but do get out there and vote. Tori, I do agree with you. I do believe that both politicians are full of shit. Uh, I don't really know what the plan is, what they plan to do for our black community. If Not anything, a goddamn If anything, if, in the past four or five hundred years. <laughs> Just changing okay. the wording around and making more PC. That's about it. Nothing. You know, I, I've, told a lot of, I've told a lot of people that how I've seen it, since elementary school was you've had eight years of a Democrat, eight years of a Republican. Now I had actually told somebody over the week that I think that Trump is gonna is gonna win again. I think Unfortunately I really I, I, I feel the same. But you know what at the yeah. end of the day, like he hasn't done any worse than anyone else has. Only thing he did is bring out the bigots that were already the way they are. Like don't act like racism just got here. This should have been here. I told my story already how I was the only brownie in a mix in a freaking bowl full of milk and I was called a nigger on a regular basis and that shit was nothing new to me. So when people start complaining about Oh, I can't believe this is happening. I can. I lived it for years. What are you talking about? And even in young um I mean even in where we live now. Mm-hmm. The point is my husband spent most of his life here. He's originally from BX, stand up. But he said a lot of his life was spent here. 
And um, he remembers back in the 80s and 90s, this place was just as racist as it is today. It was never a secret. There were certain neighborhoods you were not allowed to take your black ass to. And, you know, even my mentor, Elder, she knows the same thing. Like, she spoke on it as well. Like, things didn't really start changing and becoming, you know, politically correct and integrated until, like, the late 80s, like, damn near 1990. It was openly racist. You could not go up certain uh, streets, like I said. You had to stay yourself, stay with you. And if, you know, and for the people that's that's you know that that who say they don't want to vote, I say just go do it. You know, I say do it anyway because you know you, you know it it it, it can't. It, it's rather it, it's rather gonna make it or or it's gonna break it. You know, it all depends on if they start stealing mailboxes. You know, and that, and that's another thing that I notice with elections. You know, no, no regardless of who's in office, there's always like some there was like some scheme and scam shit going. It's like what was it when when Bush was in office? What came out? Ant, what was that? Anthrax? That shit they were sending through the mail? Yeah, trying to deter people from mailing in ballots. You know, then they were just saying that Trump was snatching mailboxes and you know and and whatever. I mean, me, you know, like you said it at the beginning. Like I said, I stand on it. Me, I honestly do not care for either. I do not care for either party. They're both problematic, both sides. I don't care for the One, Harris lady. I don't care for the Harris lady either. I don't either. And she's not black. You know. I'm sick of us claiming everybody who claims they like Tupac. Get the hell out of here. This is why people don't take us serious. Because we're all, all you got to do is talk about some hot sauce in your bag like Hillary, and we're all too down with people. Fuck her. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not falling for the okie doke and I'm really tired. I would love for our people to really just wake the hell up. That's all I ask. Like I don't care who you vote for, just wake up. Because they're playing us, they think we're a joke. And what other group of people have political uh have politicians running to entertainers in order to get the, the vote of the people? Nobody. We're the only ones that you can do a song and dance and pretend you know a couple of hip hop songs and know how to do the electric slide and suddenly you got my vote, you can come to the cookout. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Like, for white people, mm-hmm. you actually have to, and other races, you actually have to show your policy. You actually have to, like, show that you're serious. And, you know, you, you notice how if you watch interviews, if they go to other radio stations and they go to other TV shows and news outlets, they're more mm-hmm. serious. Yeah, they might crack a joke here and there, you know, say a little funny things, but for the most part, it's serious. But notice when they come to our stations, when they come to our places, all you got to do is crack a couple jokes mention Biggie Smalls or somebody else and suddenly now you got the black vote. It's like they do not take us serious because we don't take us serious. When you start mm-hmm. treating these people and holding people to task, holding them accountable and asking them what their policies are, what exactly are you going to do for us and stop skipping over every other freaking group in this country that just started struggling but yet we've been struggling since we got here and you getting everybody else with their rights before we get ours is messed up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going first. And and I had I had one of my people they text me over the week because they they had actually brought this to my attention because I really to be completely honest I had no intentions on talking about the election at all, um, but you know what he did say to me he was like our community he said our community needs to know that we go to jail five times more than white people he like they also need to know what's at stake in the election and he also said that voting won't solve all our problems but it gets us closer to transformation. Mass criminalization of our people. You know, he sent that out to me. I don't vote for your judges, your lawyers, the prosecutors. All those people are voted in. That's yeah. when your vote matters. The same racist ass judge, judges. Guess how they got in there? Vote. Yeah. Vote them out. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna come on. I don't know if he's gonna come on tonight. Tonight, he might be listening, but he did. He did throw that. He did that. He did throw that out there to me. You know. And like I said, I don't. I don't really have. You know, like I said, too much to say about the election because once again, you know, people are gonna vote who want. People are gonna vote who they want to vote for. People are. You're gonna have some people who still don't vote at all because you have some people who are like really. Really don't care because they they feel like deep down inside like their vote don't make a difference, but your vote can make a difference, you know, if you go out and do it. So once again, I do want to encourage the people. We only we're how many days away? Three, four days away. It's the second, I believe. So yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, three days. And you can always do mail-in votes. You can do your early voting. There's plenty of places. Just Google where your local voting poll is. It's usually public libraries. There's always schools that are doing it, sometimes actual residential buildings. Just find out where you can vote, and you don't have to stand in line for hours. I mail mine in, so you could do the same. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do the on, you know, I didn't do the online thing. I thought about going to do the early vote, and that's another thing that, you know, people were complaining about the lines. You know, the lines, the lines are so long. The lines are so long, you know. Mail it. Well, I think at this point, I think to mail it in is too late. Um, You had to register and get them to send you the ballot or be able to print the ballot to mail it in. I think when we live in New York, the post date is actually Monday. uh, No, it's either Sunday or tomorrow is the post date for the mail-in ballot. Other than that, you have to actually go to a poll at this point unless you drop your mail-in ballot off to a poll site. We have to do it tonight. <laughs> so you know, so 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 get to it, and you know, and shout out to everybody that works the polls. And I'm and, and I don't and I don't mean and I don't mean the actual I don't mean the actual poll. <laughs> Why not? They deserve love too. Russell needs love. No, you know it's funny. I <laughs> I have this friend, and um, she went to a <laughs> she went to a son's school one day. I hope she don't get mad at me for telling this story, but she, um, yeah, she went to a son's school. She went to a son's school, and and the teacher said to her, "Well, you, hey, you must be really tired, you know, from working, you know, from working at night." She's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, um, yeah, your son, your son said you worked the pole. Aren't you a dancer? <laughs> she should have said absolutely right, even if she wasn't. I don't care if she's a doctor. I would have been like, absolutely, ma'am. Thank you very much. But like no, I'm not no, I work the pole booth. I don't work the strip pole. What's what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with it though. <laughs> There's a lot of holes. Oh, no. Hey, the teacher wasn't judging, she was trying to understand. Maybe she was trying to learn something. Right. That's she might have wanted to learn a skill to say, Yeah. I told you about, you know, the people that are close to me and how they're into some stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't judge them mm-hmm. in this. I'm not with it. I don't agree with it, but you do what you do. They say you got to use what you got. You got to use what you got to get what you want. Don't come at me with that whole logic. Uh, Just don't expect me to join them. Nah, but once again, my people, all my people listening for real, for real. Like I said, go out there and vote. You know, your vote could make a difference, you know. Um, Hopefully, hopefully we get some change around here. I mean, we, we we dealt with Orange for four years. Maybe we can get somebody else. And and you know, 
That man got a name. Stop calling that man orange. I mean, I get it, but that man got a name. Be respectful. Okay, well, to the people's president, Donald Trump. To the U.S. president, Donald Trump. There's no way around the fact that he's our president. He's our president. The God I serve. <laughs> the God you serve is the God you serve. It does not negate the fact that Donald Trump is still president until January. Yep. So, like I said, once again, people, go out there, you know, vote. Now, my cousin also did bring to my attention about, um, what is that, D, D, what is it? Somebody help me out. Defunding the police? Yeah. Um. Um, he 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 brought that up to me because he was like, you know, why don't he's like, why don't you speak on that? And a lot of people I know, don't understand what that means. So I think you I should clarify what defunding I, the police means. Yeah, like he he didn't really put a clarification. On it. I mean, I, I know that we spoke about it before, and I felt like it 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 ties into topic two anyway about you know why the police shooting blacks being justified. That's just like you know with this with this killing that just happened with this guy out in Philly and it really I was going to say as a person from there originally um, I have mixed feelings about it because clearly he was I'm not defending shooting him as many times as they did but what I will say is I I kind of understand their fear because if someone's coming at you with a knife even if you do have a gun you're going to be on the defense like yo what the hell is he doing i'm going to shoot first like i'm not going to lie you come in my house with a knife i'm gonna shoot you you come in my house period uninvited and i don't know who you are i'm going to shoot you so let alone i'm out somewhere and this man was clearly walking towards them i'm not saying he was running at them like full naruto speed but the point is he was mm-hmm. advancing with a knife are we talking about I- the silly incident Yes. Yeah, I feel like they could have tased him. But even if they did shoot him, I feel like they could have shot him in the leg or whatever. He didn't go down. According ben to the family, he, they, according to the family, they called an ambulance for him because he was having a bipolar episode, and they, and instead of sending the ambulance, the police responded. And uh, instead of trying to de-escalate the situation, knowing that from basically from the dispatch call that it was a guy in a bipolar state, they turned around and instead of trying to de-arm him or de-escalate the situation they turned around and, and shot the man 15 times and it was not one of them it was two of them so yeah. I'm sorry you just can't make me believe that you feel for your life and you got a concealed weapon and all he had was a pocket knife mm-hmm. that's what I said I don't justify the way they did it but um, I just feel like it could have been handled different. That's why I said I had mixed feelings. Absolutely. Bipolar or not, that don't mean shit. Because I know a couple bipolar people that have actually caught charges from really harming people. So yeah, you're mentally ill, but that doesn't negate the fact that you did something to somebody. But um. Uh, right, and, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I got I got upset when I um, you know, when I heard it when when I heard it played back on the radio, you know, because I really wasn't it really wasn't until Rain brought it to my attention. I didn't even. I didn't even know anything about it, honestly. And um, going back and I was listening, you know, I'm, I'm a Steve Harvey listener in the morning, so I was just listening to Ann Tripp, and Ann Tripp was speaking about, just speaking about the incident, and then she threw, she threw the fact that they said he was bipolar up there. And I'm like, um, okay. 
you know, and then I started talking to somebody else about it, and then, you know, we started comparing and contrasting because I was like, you know, I don't, I was like, I hate playing the race card, I said, but unfortunately in this world we live in, it feels like that's that's what it's always going to be because once again, it's a, it, it's, it's a black person at hand. It's not, it's not a white person at hand who just, you know, who just got killed by 15 cops. We even went to the extent of talking about, uh, of talking about traffic stops. You know, I was like, you know, I say nowadays, I say you get stopped by one patrol car and it turns out to be, it turns out to be two and three more patrol cars for just you, you know, I reflected back. I was going to work one day. I had I got stopped by an undercover, and the undercover was behind me. I swear I had I, I could not make this up. Undercover is behind me. I had a car on the side of me. I had a on the right side, on the left side, and I had a car that went in front of me. You know, and I'm like, all this, you know, just for me. I'm in the undercover. The undercover, what was crazy is I saw the undercover that morning when I was at work driving the bus. I was driving up, um, anybody familiar with the Yonkers area, I was driving up Locust Hill. He flashed his light, so I moved over to the right. And what I thought was happening was, you know, I thought maybe I did something wrong. So here it is, coincidentally, later on, this, this same cop pulls me over. So I reminded him, I said, hey, you know, I was driving that bus this morning. I said, you know, did I do anything wrong? He said, no. He was like, I just needed to get by. So, you know, I hit the lights. But I'm starting, you know, I'm a believer of, I, I say image also, like image can go a long way because what it was is he already had somebody pulled over and what it was, you saw this, you saw this car, you saw spray painted rims, you saw my hair, you saw tinted windows. You put that together, what do you think you have? I mean, that's that that's my mind frame of just formulating it, like maybe... Like, maybe he might have thought, okay, like, I'm a D-boy, I'm a drug dealer, whatever. Like I said, I was just on my way to work, you know, and I I was in the wrong. I, you know, I can't I can't front about that. I was in the wrong. I was driving with a illegal tag, but it was just the principle of it was one of you that stopped me, but it was five and six of that block, you know, that blocked me. And, like, to, the, to this day, like, I don't – I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's new protocol. I just I just don't get it, you know what I'm saying? Like why did it take so many people for one person? I've had my own little experiences with them. And I do feel like some of them I think we had this police conversation a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. we all agree that they are needed. However, we also agree that you know, sensitivity training, um, cultural awareness is important. Self-awareness is important, most of all, because you need to check yourself before you end up doing something that, Definitely. you know, could be Definitely. career and life in jeopardy. And then also there needs to be an understanding, uh, a mutual respect between the community. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm being interrupted by person. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's okay. Sorry. I mean, that's, I, I even reflected back to the time we went out to PA, you know, and um, we were we were on the way back to New York, and it was, you know, holiday weekend. You know, police, they have field, you know, they have field days on holiday weekend. You know, that's extra money for them, especially if they write tickets, you know, that's money in their pocket. So, once again, when it's said and done, there's 
Now, in this situation, it was a little bit different because there was a gang of us in the. We had a minivan. There was a gang of us in the minivan. So, one cop pulls us over. You stop me. You don't even. He sits in the. Like I swear, this might have been like the longest traffic stop ever because he sat in the vehicle, did not get out the vehicle for I swear like maybe ten minutes had to go by before this dude got out the vehicle. Then you come up to the vehicle. You don't say why you stopped the vehicle. First thing is like, where you going? Then he goes, oh, I smell marijuana. Nope, he did not say where are you going. His first, very first thing that he came out of his mouth and said was, hmm, I smell marijuana. You know, it's a car, it, it, listen, it's a car full of niggas. You know, but listen, realistically, it's me. It's my wife who's pregnant. It's my kids. It's my mom. It's my sister. You know, it's it's a family affair, basically. It's three adults and a car full of minors, and not to mention the the child growing inside of me when he did this. No. He thought there was tax. He was tacked in a, under your shirt, pretending to be pregnant. He wasn't really pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but we it, all know what that one. But but it, you know it that's a that's that's something like we could laugh about now, but at that. But at, at that, that time, time, man, it was not funny. You know, like, niggas was really, like, you talk about worrying about if you're going to make it home alive. Like, we was, like, we was really wondering because he's there now. It's like the whole damn task force. And what's bad is we're not that far from, we wasn't that far from 78. You know, 78, once you get on 78, straight shot, straight shot to New York. So, but he comes, the whole task force, they got the highway shut down, you know. And then I love I, I love D nasty, you know. She <laughs> she held she held it down. She came through with the clutch. Now she, held it down. <laughs> she held it down. Like she, she That that heifer was so bold, she called the police on the police. Do you hear me? And she was cursing them out on the way to us. And no, because see the motherfucking thing about it is And what was so funny was, you know, it was just like she's trying to talk to the cop, you know, and and like if you don't know her, like she she talks loud as it is already. So she's speaking loudly. The cop goes, "Oh, you're gonna quiet down, or I'm gonna take you in for disorderly." She like disorderly no. conduct. Who? What? What? Oh, we in the middle of a highway. Then he says, "Oh, you'll be arrested for disturbing the peace." She said, "Disturbing the peace? What fucking peace? We in the middle of a goddamn highway." Yeah, like we're in the, we're in the middle of nowhere, and. Like I said, we just everybody that was in the vehicle is just thankful for her because it's like it's like in a way she really came through on some save the day shit because it was like yo if she wouldn't have came through like only God knows what would have happened and then and then to tell you how stupid the officer is and like I said I was reflecting on the story the other day Pennsylvania when you have a suspended license they take it from you this idiot confiscates the license that was suspended. And then sends it back to the home address. But what did it for me was the fact that we sat there all that time. You impounded my vehicle. Then you sent me a ticket through the mail. So rewind the whole scenario. You could have gave me the ticket. I could have went on about my way. But it's just, oh, once again, notice I said at the beginning that this was a holiday. So, you know, they get off on these holidays with these bonuses and whatever else they get. So, impounded car, ticket, no fucking way home now. You know, no no way home. 
Mind you, my mother was going eight shit at the time because at the time I had to be anywhere between seven and eight months pregnant. And she was like, you don't need this kind of stress. Get your ass in the car. And I'm like, mommy, my kid, get you and the kids, get your ass in the car. And I was like, but you want me to leave? I said, get your ass in the car. But you're trying to get me to leave my husband. If I tell you again to get your ass in the car. You know. And listen, nowadays you don't. Nowadays you don't know, and it, it's sad because a lot of people, a lot of people, they really fear for their safety, you know. And what's so bad in a lot of situations, like like the situation that just happened on Monday, like George Floyd, like Eric Garner, like I don't, I don't even know if I can throw Breonna Taylor in this, but um. Argu- Go ahead, because she the, was she was violated in her own home. The the argument at hand always is, oh, the other person should have complied. That that's always the argument at hand. You know, we you you can see everything that's done wrong, and you still have that one asshole that says, oh, the person should have complied. But what the fuck was I complying to when I was minding my business? I was not committing a crime, and here y'all come fucking with me based on the color of my skin. If you tell me step out of my vehicle, I step out of my vehicle, I comply. If you tell me step out of my vehicle, I step out of my vehicle, and you throw me on the ground, I still comply. Not even. It, it, what did what what really shook me, and when this all started happening, when this really started coming to a head, is there was a guy in his car, and I'm not sure for those of y'all who don't know when you have a license to carry whether it's concealed or open carry and you're pulled over you have to automatically let them know in the beginning of the traffic stop i have a permit to carry whether concealed or open carry that you have a permit and you have a gun with you inside your vehicle at that time you're supposed to take your gun out and put it on the dashboard so that it is visible at all times there was a guy complying. He got pulled over, knew exactly why he got pulled over. He even apologized because he didn't realize that he was speeding. Because y'all know, let's be realistic, they be setting up speed traps. The speed limit to go from 50 to 30 in, in less than a minute, and you barely have time to break down your speed. Mm-hmm. So he got pulled over for speeding. He apologized when he got pulled over. He said, before you go any further, officer, I don't mean to be disrespectful, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to make you aware that I have a license to carry. I'm not reaching in the glove box to bring out my weapon. I am not in any way, shape, form, or fashion trying to harm you. I just want to put it out in the open so that it is visible so there is no misunderstanding. Do you know that when he did that, he set the, the, the gun on the dashboard and before he could pull his hand down, the officer shot him nine times. Yeah. Killed and, him inside his car. And that was another that was another Pennsylvania story actually. You know, and like I said, it's it, it's sad that you know that that that's generally the follow up argument. Oh, they you know they they should have complied. They should have complied. I was like, you know, I said, you you can do everything right and still turn out and be a victim. And you know, we said this on previous shows, and I'll say it. I'll say it on any fucking show we do. Excuse me for saying it like that. I, I didn't even want to put. I didn't even really want to. <laughs> I didn't even want to say the f word. So. But forgive me for saying it like that, because that, that wasn't my intention. 
But realistically, we said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Y'all hire these punks that used to get bullied or they used to get beat up, and now y'all are looking. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's okay. You know, if it's something that stems, now you want to take it out. You, you know, you want to take it out on, on everybody else, you know, and and things to that nature. You know, even even my years of living in Florida, I've seen some of the I've seen a guy, well, I, I didn't see it, but definitely heard about it and was so funny. It's so funny how, and I say it's nothing nothing but God's grace and mercy when it's said and done, how you can just leave an area and be protected from something, you know, because realistically it could have been you. And there was this guy who they tased him, they tased him until they killed him. What was so crazy about that was I had just left that area maybe – I want to say maybe five, ten minutes ago. Now, not saying, now, not you know, not saying they had any reason to tase me or anything, but who knows? Just, just in the midst, you know, something, something could have went wrong. He's running, boom! Oh, now I'm hit. You know, car, car chases. You know, just different, you know, different things, different, different scenarios. Um, you know, there was another, there was another scenario where. I say you let the I say you let the power I say you let the power go to your head. It's like with the police. I always say if you remove the badge, it's just like me when it's said and done. So if you remove the badge, then it's all fair game. Like I had a cousin, he went through the same thing. You know, they pretty much they, and this was this happened in Saint Augustine, you know, in Saint Augustine, Florida, by the way. They. They pressured him so much to the point where it fired him up, and you know he was just like, you know, take the badge off, take the badge off, take the badge off, because you know if you take the badge off, then it once again it's fair game. But nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this badge to I'm gonna use this badge to my advantage, you know, because basically as long as I got this badge on and you hit me, then you're charged automatically. What's that? Assault on assault on a Leo. Yeah, assault on a Leo. Saw it on an officer, you know, and I I I've said a long time ago, and I still I still stick to my same opinion. If you take some of these badges off of some of these people, I think they get their ass whooped. A lot of them let it go to their head. They forget that it's a job and a a lifestyle rather than it being something that's not an option. Like they treat us like being black is an option. No, I was born this way. Goddamn it, you decided you made a choice to go be a cop you made a choice to be out here unprotected or whatever the case might be take that gun and that badge off and you a regular smack last bleeding civilian like me exactly so rain what so what do you think about the whole them defunding the police or whatever the case is i have mixed feelings on it honestly I feel like I don't necessarily think we should defund the police so much because they are a needed entity. I think we just need to crack on crack down on who we're allowing to be the police and where we're allowing them to police. I think the biggest thing and where the police went wrong and I know that they did it to kind of kill some of the corruption in the police departments, but if you ask me it only made matters worse. I get that you guys started moving people around to police other cities than what they're from however i think that was one of the worst things they could have been how do you send somebody from staten island 
to police in Poughkeepsie. He has no idea, he or she has no idea what it's like to live in Poughkeepsie or anything about Poughkeepsie. So why would you put them near the police? Because what's an everyday life to the people that live in Poughkeepsie is prejudice to him because that doesn't happen in Staten Island where he's from. That doesn't happen in Long Island where he hangs out. Doesn't happen in the Bronx where he's familiar with. Stop taking these people out of their element and putting them in elements that they're not familiar with. Leave them in the element they're familiar with. I think that is one of the best ways to run the community. If it's being policed by the people that live there, you have less of an issue. Yeah, you know, and 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 that that's for sure. Especially putting them somewhere that they, you know, they have no no idea about. Or somewhere that you know that they're not familiar with, but I think that's an on-purpose thing too. Let me put you, let me put you out of your element. Let me put you out your ter- territory. Let me put you somewhere where you're gonna be uncomfortable. They do that, like I said, to kind of bring down the corruption. Because remember back in the day when you had the people that lived in the community police in the community, there was a lot of police officers taking drug money, being paid by the the big the big mobsters and all that stuff inside of the area however i mean regardless of the fact there's still a thing but i don't i just don't necessarily feel like you should put a white person in a predominantly black neighborhood that they know nothing about because everything is going to be prejudiced to them everything is going to be uncomfortable and vice versa put people in elements that they are used to and i mean if you don't have nobody to put over there fine then you take somebody and put over there, but at least teach them the way of life over there so that they're not suspicious and and on their tippy toes and everything is prejudiced to them. That makes no sense. When you send somebody who's not familiar with something, they're always anxious and always interpreting something more than what it should be because it's foreign to them. So, ooh, he made a wrong move. I don't really know him like that. I'm not from here. And where I'm from, if you move like that, that means you're trying to bust a move. But that mm-hmm. may not necessarily be that where you at. Where mm-hmm. you're at, that just may be their 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 form of grievance or something like that. Like in Florida, for reference, I'm from Miami, Florida, and 305. in the hood, we talk reckless as hell to each other. I might see my best friend and be like, "What's up, shown ass bitch." And she'd be like, what's up, ho? I fuck with you, you know what I'm talking about? But for us, that's just common greeting. Wasn't nothing offensive about what I said. That's how she greet me. That's how I greet her. Mm-hmm. A New Yorker come down, and they not familiar with how we talk or our lingo. And you say that to them, they like, hold on, bitch, you want to fight? Yeah, I'm saying, feel, what's yeah, good? They, yeah, they feel like they violated. Yo, hold up, hold up, nigga, you don't know me? Hold up, hold up, God, hold up, son. You'll suck my dick. You know what I'm talking about? What? Yo, oh, hold up. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Pump your brakes, buddy. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Oh, for the callers on the line, if you want to talk, press one. Everybody that. Everybody that's watching live, you can um, voice your opinions below or you can call in to speak your piece at 516-387-1817. 516-387-1817 to call in. If you are a first-time caller and you would like to talk in the queue, press 1. If not, continue to listen and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we got about 10 minutes before we go to break. You know. But, yeah. 
But it's just it's just crazy. But the question at hand is, do you think you know that the police should be defunded? And before that, we were just talking about you know we were talking about the election, and basically all all we really said with that is you know get out there and vote. You know, never know how your vote could you know your vote could make a difference. And there's a lot of people who just feel like oh. What the hell am I voting for? My vote, my my vote don't matter. My vote don't matter. You know, what what difference does it make? Go vote, people. You may not feel like it makes a difference, but in the same way, shape, form, or fashion, it makes a difference. My personal opinion, and do not crucify me for this. This is my personal opinion. I feel like who you vote for as your state representatives, your judges, um your mayor, your school board, I think that is the vote that matters the most because I don't give a rat's ass who you put in a presidency. If you didn't vote for the right people in the lower offices, you're going to have chaos in the presidency. You could have one of the bomb-ass presidents. Obama was a prime example of that. Yes, he We was. set him up to fail because we ran the vote. We ran to vote because, oh, it's a black man. It's a black man. Let me go vote for a black man and put him in presidency. Forgetting that before he was running, there were judges to be voted for, House representatives, senators, all kind of stuff. We dropped the ball on that, did not go and vote for none of these people, and they wound up all being predominantly Republicans. How do you have a Democratic president with a Republican Senate and House and everything else? It don't work that way. It's going to always be opposite views. In some cases, they agree on some things, but in most cases, it's going to be opposite views. Look at look at Trump with his presidency. He's been catching so much hell because the Democrats been like, hold up, partner. Fuck is you talking about? No, 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 no. Now the tables have lately turned. This has been the Republicans like, nah, nah, Trump and y'all Democrats got us fucked up. Mm-hmm. Get this shit cracking. The Republicans have honestly been the ones fighting for us to get a second stimulus. They were the ones who pushed for us to get a first stimulus. The Democrats is like, you know, y'all need to take y'all asses back to work. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all. So, I'm your vote does count as far as presidency, and I'm telling you, go vote, go vote. I know, I know, we we got to pick the lesser of the two evils, and me personally. I didn't want to vote for either. I ain't going to tell y'all who I voted for because that's my business. But we know Trump's an asshole. But to me, at least he's an honest asshole. Biden, you just apologize for your mistake. However, I don't feel like he took full accountability. But like you're only apologizing because you have a goal that you're trying to achieve so you're saying whatever it is that you feel like you need to say to get us there like all your family scandal every time you turn around he's trying to sweep his family scandal under the rug trump from the door was like look <laughs> they don't got nothing to do with me so my daughter's a hoe so so my son is this they're not president uh, Joe Biden, I have a, I have a suggestion. If you really, really, really want to prove that you're sorry and really want to prove that that's not the way you think anymore, what you should have done, especially during the debate when Trump brought that up, what you should have said is, I have a policy in place to do an expungement of the charges for X, Y, and Z and to minimize the record for people who are convicted during the time that I 
fought so hard for these racist policies, and I'm going to seek to undo whatever was done or do some type of compensation. Because guess what? You're sorry doesn't mean that that family is put back together after that father was put in jail and the children had to grow up without their right. dad. Right. You're sorry you can't give somebody fix, 10 years it's not, they Exactly. Like it's not going to fix the job opportunities that this person lost out on because they were locked up. So long. Sorry is not going to give teenagers back their childhood after you've given them double-digit sentences for their first offense. So get the fuck out of here with the I'm sorry. Sorry is not going to fix that. You're going to give these families therapy, all the families that you destroyed and ruined, all the mothers that had to raise those kids and grew up and had their kids grow up in toxic environments and maybe their mom was bitter and angry and took it out on the kids. Are you going to give the children counseling or give them some type of compensation? <laughs> As I like did? to say, you're sorry don't mean shit. I got sorry greeting me when I open my eyes. I got sorry overflowing at my door. What sorry going to do? I can't stand that whole sorry bullshit. Fix it. Do something. I mean, I know it can't be fixed. But <laughs> don't do be sorry, hold Be careful. I know a lot of y'all, I keep seeing y'all drop in and out of the lives. I know a lot of y'all are uncomfortable talking about politics, but I'm sorry. Right now, it's it's definitely something that we have to address because election day is literally Tuesday. It is your life hanging in the balance. You have seen 2020 has been a shit show. Let's not make 2021 the same. Although I do, I feel the same way that you guys feel. I kind of, in my guts, feel like Trump is going to win again. Uh, still, go out and vote. Do your do your part. So that way, if he does win on, of course, some kind of humbug, you, you know how he got off his first time. Every time you turn around <laughs> in the fucking election, it's a fucking scandal. But uh, that's besides the point. Go vote. So at least... If he does win or if it does not turn out in the favor that you voted in, you know that you did your part in attempting to change a narrative. If you don't vote, how are you any better than them? You're not because you stood by and watched this happen when you simply going to circle some dots on a piece of paper or press a button on a machine could have made you could have been the one person to make a difference and said you stood null and void. And you basically gave them the win that they were looking for because you did nothing. So don't be idle. Put in your vote. Make and it don't count. Vote for Kanye either. <laughs> Listen, I ain't telling you who to vote for. If you write Kanye in your ballot, that's your business. Shit, at this point, I'm voting for Elmo. Just go vote, please. <laughs> I know politics is not something y'all really like talking about. Honestly, I was... Mm, I'm tell you, I spoke to my grandma today, and when I read the topics, I was like, "Grandma, this ain't some shit I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about politics on the radio." But my grandma was like, "You know, sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do." That's factual. To move some things forward, she says, "You pray about it, and if it don't sit right with you," she said, "Then don't join them on the show." She said, "Just let them talk about it, and you join in on the second half." She said, but if you pray, God say move, honey. She said move because you 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 speaking to somebody that need to be spoken to. Somebody's right. on the fence, and you speaking to them can make all the difference. Right. So y'all do y'all part and please go vote. I mean, I'm, I know it may not seem like a big deal, especially if you missed out on the local elections, but at least try to move a foot forward. Make this your first stepping stone of being conscious of what's going on around you and who you're voting for. And I and I just want to I, I want to spend I want to send a thank you out to um a thank you out to Tom because you know I really 
um, like like rain. I really didn't. I really didn't want to discuss this. I I had other things lined up for tonight. I actually had some raunchy things lined up for tonight. Hey, but you know what? It is what it is. This was this was needed, you know. So once again, get out there, you know. Go do your part. We're gonna do our part. Hopefully, a change is gonna come, you know. Any, you know, my religious people, my spiritual people, you know, stay prayed up. You know, pray for the change. Hopefully, the change will come forth. You know, I like to see some ass shaking in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see some turning up before we go to break. Um, GT is in the building. Late ass. What up? What up? What's happening? Um, so I'm, I'm, I just want you to throw your, I just want you to throw your um thoughts in real quick. Um, this nigga gonna be late to his own funeral. Just, just two things. How do you feel about the election? And two, do you think we should defund the police before we go to break? I don't, you know, I don't want to cut you out. Oh no, you fine. I felt for the election. I feel like want to vote for the lesser of two evils. Do you want Trump or you want Biden? I'd rather take my chance with Biden, but at the end of the day, we all fucked because I don't think nobody's doing shit to help us out. And as far as defunding the police, hell yeah, mm-hmm. I think they should defund their bitch ass. they just out of control. Every time you turn around, they're killing some damn body. What you funding them for, they can't obviously get the proper training. So what am I going for? Because they ain't going towards training and making sure they all good officers. So help, they don't need all the damn money they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take that money, put it back into our school systems because these kids are struggling right, like Put the now. money in the school. Hell yeah. All the money they doing, they don't deserve it. At all. These teachers deserve it. These teachers deserve the world right now because let me tell y'all something. I am grateful for y'all. Those of y'all who do y'all job, not y'all lazy ass teachers, but I am grateful for these teachers because listen, as a former teacher and a parent of five, this shit has been hard. Listen to me, hard. We're struggling like hell, but these teachers have been so patient and so helping. We appreciate y'all. We really do. Thank you. They don't pay y'all enough. I know they don't. Yes, because it's virtual and it's virtual school, man. We have a daughter that is not only dyslexic, but she suffers from dyscalculia. And let me tell you something. In all the years that she has been in school, this has been the hardest school year because IEPs and special accommodations, none of that shit is happening right now all of that stuff is null and void you as a parent got to crack down and hear me it's hard and i know and a salute to y'all parents that's really buckled down and trying and dragging through the trenches with the rest of us because listen he back at work i'm not at work at the moment due to an injury but it's it, it works itself out in a good way for us also because right now i don't got no child care I can't afford childcare, and I don't even feel comfortable sending my kids to school with this virtual learning because I feel like that's too much of a burden on the daycare worker. How the hell are you supposed to watch kids and make sure that they're doing their virtual learning and you got 
different age groups, different kids here and there, and each kid has different needs. Like our daughter is dyslexic and she has dyscalculia. That is its own accommodation in itself. So I just salute to y'all teachers, salute to y'all parents that's buckled down in the trenches. Ooh, we we getting there slowly but slowly. We getting there. All right, so we're getting ready to go to break. Um, during the second half of the show, what we're going to do is we're going to switch gears. Um, Shorty is going to come in for topic number three and break it down, and I guess we could all give our inputs on it. So my people Hold on, before we go to break. Yeah, go ahead. I got one more thing to say. If you didn't get your ass up and vote, get your lazy ass up off your ass, get your ass in the line, and go vote. Same way you was quick to go, waiting in line like it was Black Friday, you got your stimulus check, get your ass up, no matter how long the line is, go vote. That's right, because ain't no excuse at this point. They gave us so many outlets to vote. If you didn't feel like you want to go stand in them lines because they too long or whatever the case might have been, they're, uh, listen, you, can't, you cannot tell me that you did not know because every time, and I mean every time, even now, when I saw on to any social media platform, the first thing that t- pops up on the top of the screen is, vote. did you vote? Did you Go vote. vote. Did you Do vote. you want to learn how to send in the absentee ballot? Do you want a mail-in ballot? Do you want to know where your local early voting po- posts are? So there is no excuse as to why you couldn't vote. It literally takes five minutes to fill out that online application to have them mail in, mail you a mail in ballot. For some states, it might be too late. Other time, other states, there's still time. Some of y'all are in the early voting ballots right now. Go vote. Go do it. It's not an excuse. I don't want to hear it. You have all the opportunities. You had more than enough time over this pandemic to figure out what you was gonna do as far as voting. So whether you mailing right. in your ballot, whether you whether you taking your ass to an early voting poll, or you're going and standing in that line on Tuesday, make sure you go vote. Do it. That's what I'm saying, my people, get out there for real, for real, get out there. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna. I don't want to cut nobody short. Is everybody done for starters? I don't want to cut nobody oh, short. Let me just let everybody know that's viewing the lives when we go to commercials. We cut down, we cut off the lives because y'all know Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff, and crack down on unlicensed music. Like we have the license to play the music, but for whatever reason, they stopped it. They 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 will shut down lives and block people for unlicensed music. So we cut out while we go on commercial break, and then we come back. So we'll see y'all in about five minutes, about five seven minutes, roughly. The Real Life Spill Show. We'll be right back. Later, we still a slave to you. I say to you, treat us the same way you treat Dylan Roof. And y'all ain't supposed to be scared of us, we supposed to be scared of you. Dylan, can't have for the church, y'all took him to Burger King. Kid George for about $20, knee on his neck and spleen. You only like one of them, they'll try to steal your dream. Protect and serve the model, guess they don't know what I'm trying to live. Live to that day, I can see all black jury. 2000. 
20 and I still ain't seen an all-black jury. Just got a text from my mama, said, babe, I hope you're safe. I texted back and told I hope they'll kill me by my race. Equal. We just wanted to be treated equal. You bleed red, I bleed red, we all people. Equal. We just wanted to be treated equal. Cap took a knee and they fired him all by his people. You got a gun and I don't, the one who supposed to be scared. The ones who chase their dreams ain't the ones who supposed to be dead. And why the judge and the prosecutors ain't spoken out yet. And systematic racism response for half of these bids. That bit no fact the majority, it ain't a problem for real. They sold for yards, a problem on over the opioid ills. And how the system gonna treat you all depend where you live. The only demon of problem depend on how the majority feel. He can't have the church, they say mentally disturbed. Some people did a little loom. White House called him a thug, but it's Fortune 500 companies who steal it from all of us. Corona killing these inmates, ain't nobody saying a word. He don't sympathize with the race, he care more about the flag. It's black folk who fought to serve too, little homie, that's facts. And once you show us who you is, it ain't no walking it back. You stood in the paint for us, Peyton, and I love you for that. In this world, there's two justices, and we all know that. Paul Manafort stole millions and did two years for that. My party got caught with crack cocaine, got 25 for that. You're talking to me, you blew in the face, but ain't no explaining that. We ain't asking for no favor, just want to be treated the same. If you only care about you, how you expected to change? If you've been privileged all your life, it's hard to feel our pain. And Mr. Officer, I don't want no problems, just don't kill me, man. No, the system ain't broke, it's working exactly how they designed. The system don't work for everybody, and ain't no way you can deny it. If you don't think Jake and Tyrone deserve to be treated the same, then you part of the problem, the system never gonna change. Everybody white ain't good, and everybody black ain't bad. The education they give you, it all depends on your back. The Indians were here first, and y'all took it from them. Only ain't know I still in the legal, cause y'all did it to them. Do you even know how I feel to have a knee on your neck? I'm talking about the system, now they make it hard to progress. A black man became president, so we ain't racist. The eight years that he served, half the world couldn't take. The dark your skin is to some that mean you less qualified. The undercover racist dangerous, cause he don't show you no signs. If they can make money off, they'll welcome you to the club. And they'll smile in your face and call you a nigga in the tub. You got value, that's the only way they dealing with you. Fall off or go to prison and they finish with you. I ain't just here to entertain you, I'm worth more than that. I can trade stocks just like you, my brother showed me that. Equal. Real life scenarios, real problems, real drama, real talk, real everything. We are real life spill.
and I'm gonna fall back because I talk too much. So <laughs> you got it. Okay. So can everybody hear me good before I continue? Can everybody hear me? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So okay. All right. Before I start, I just want to say I'm going to be talking about um, child abuse pretty much and child neglect. And um, all right, let's just get to it. So, one second. So in 2018, right, 1,770 kids died from child abuse. Almost five kids die every day from child abuse. And uh, 70.6% of those deaths, the kids are under three years old, and 80.3% includes a parent. So I did some research on a couple of cases about child abuse where CPS could have intervened to save um, the child, and they did not. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of information before I get you guys' um, opinions. Give me one second, please. Okay. So in 1989, a girl named Elisa Esquivero, um, hold on one second. Actually, no, she died in 1995, but pretty much it was a little girl, and her mother was very, very, very abusive, her to um, take her, but her father ended up dying. So she was put into the custody of her mother. The judge knew that the mother was unfit, still gave her custody. The girl ended up dying because she was abused. Her mother sexually assaulted her with a toothbrush and a hairbrush. She used her child as a mop. She uh, forced her to eat her own feces. And she threw her child she threw her child into a concrete wall and her child pretty much ended up dying. Um, Mm. And there's one more case I want to talk about. I'm not going to talk about the other two, but there's one more case. A case that took place in London. The girl's name was Victoria Plande. She died actually on my birthday, February 25th, 2000. Um, she went to go live with her aunt in Paris, and they lo- relocated to London. The girl was abused crazy. She was tied up for 24 hours or longer. She was beat with chains and hammers and wires. Um, She was forced to sleep in the bathtub that was really, really cold. Um, She had a few hospital visits where the doctors knew that it was child abuse, and they still pretty much let her um, go, like be discharged. There was also four, um, what is it, like four local authorities knew what she was going through, and they didn't intervene. And mind you, the little girl was black. And the people that were, like, running the authorities were black as well. So pretty much they just failed to save her. So my question is, who do you think is more at fault? Do you blame the parent or do you blame the system? I'm going to say all day long, it falls on the parent. You can't necessarily blame the system because they, damn if they do and damn if they don't. And that's how a lot of people in the system feel at this point. Because the system in itself has gotten so rotten that I can remove this child from 
its parents because it's being abused or I, sus- I suspect abuse and this child now becomes a ward of the state and be put in the system and I could put this child with what I believe to be a good family and they're no better than the family I just took them from and I've seen that in a lot of cases where a child is taken from their parents because of suspected mm-hmm. abuse or whether it was a really the child was really being abused or not I'm going to say suspect, suspected abuse and putting into mm-hmm. the system and putting into foster care and was abused more than they were already being abused or suspectedly abused by the said family. So they kind of damned that they do and damned if they don't, if that makes sense. And another yeah, thing and- with our system is they are bombarded and I feel bad for a lot of the caseworkers because they have so much case, so many caseloads on their lap. They'll give one worker and I've dealt with CPS. They'll get where we are is called CPS. Other places it might be called DCF or DCFS or DHR, whatever it's called in your region. Um, we we're gonna say Child Protective Services for a lack better there will, so we don't know whose terminology generalized. But where I'm at is called CPS. I've dealt with CPS, and the one caseworker that I had would call me and be like, you know, Rain, um. I'm going to be stopping by your house at about 3.30. If that seems to change, then I'll call you. And I would mm-hmm. never be home at 3.30 because I already knew, although she said 3.30, I probably wouldn't see her till about 6 o'clock because that's mm-hmm. just how overwhelmed they are with a caseload. So I asked her one day, so let me ask you a question. I said, not that it's any of my business. If you can't tell me, then that's okay. But how many caseloads do you have? Like, how many cases do you have of a hold? How many cases do you have to go and do visits on a daily basis? She was like, right now, I have 350 cases sitting on my desk. She says, and I have to visit at least 20 cases a day. She's like, where some of these cases are initial um, visits, some of these cases are follow-up visits, and the average CPS case is from six to nine weeks worth of uh, investigation mm-hmm. and, and they have to every case every month right and they gotta mm-hmm. go to schools they gotta go to doctors offices they have to do their due diligence to work an entire case and sometimes for them time slips away so yeah. I can't necessarily mm-hmm. blame them because there have been instances where my CPS worker had scheduled with me to come and do a home visit and totally forgot because by the time she looked up, they had added a new case to her caseload. She ended up at the hospital mm-hmm. uh, for a case of abuse. And she called me and was like, Rain, I really, really, really apologize. I know that I said I was supposed to see you yesterday at 6 p.m. She's like, then they threw a new case at me. And she's like, I'm not supposed to tell you this. She says, but the little girl died mm-hmm. before I could even finish uh-huh. the investigation. Oh, Wow. So I can't necessarily blame the To me, I feel like there are so many people out here that want children that are unable to, for whatever reason, have children of their own. And I have my mixed feelings with that, but I'm not going to address that right now. But if you get to a point where you don't want a kid, why not give them to somebody that wants them, somebody that is capable of loving them? Right. Right. Why abuse mm-hmm. 
definitely. You didn't want a baby to begin with. Why the hell would you have a baby to spite a man? Having a baby don't keep nobody to you. If anything, it'll make them be like, fuck this, I'm out. Hello, somebody. That's added stress. The only thing- Listen, I got five of them, and I love them dearly. And not one day, not never did I make the decision to have children to keep my husband or to be with him. I knew when I said, hey, I'm pregnant, there was a chance of him being like, okay, that's your problem, bitch. And I would have had to deal with that. So do know that when I bring each of my children into the world, I made that decision for me, knowing that come hell or high water, heaven or hell, whether he here or not here, that they are my responsibility. So if y'all can't fathom the idea of being by yourself to raise a kid, then don't do it. Stop bringing these kids into your bullshit for the wrong reasons. A child is a blessing. Have a child because that's something you want to do. Not because it's something somebody else told you to do or it's something that you feel like going to keep somebody trapped or mm-hmm. keep somebody roped or for a paycheck like a lot of you bitches like to do. Stop. You Come niggas, on, Pastor. You niggas, stop dropping y'all <laughs> coming these girls trying to Come trap on, them or just to say, why well, fuck so-and-so and got a baby by her and you an illegitimate-ass parent. Stop. Oof. These kids are suffering. Stop. And there's people out here suffering, heartbroken every day because they can't have their own children. And here you are with the ability to have a child, and you out here treating these kids like shit. It ain't right. I'm not saying that parents can come with an instruction manual, but you don't get to take your frustrations out on a fucking child. That child didn't ask for life. You gave them life. And it is okay, parents, to apologize to your children when you are wrong. Y'all need to stop that fucking behavior thinking, oh, because I said so. Children deserve explanations, too. When you was growing up, you wanted an explanation for some of the shit that you were seeing. You might not have understood it. And I'm not saying give them no elaborate grown person explanation. I explain to my kids all the time. Listen, mommy's in a bad mood. Mommy's going through something. And if I snap at you, I dearly apologize. It is not my intention. Or I didn't mean to snap at you. Mommy's just in a bad place. We all have bad days. I'm sorry. If I scream at my kids or I chastise one of my children for something they didn't do and I later find out that they didn't do it, I go back and I apologize. Mommy is sorry. I did not know. I did. I gathered my information and I now know that you didn't do it and I apologize for that. It is okay to apologize to your children. Stop abusing these goddamn children. They did not do it to you. So what? Because little Ray Ray looked like his daddy. Bitch, you knew that was going to be a potential when you had the motherfucker. When you laid down and was getting that dick and whatever the case might have been, you knew that there was a chance that little Ray Ray or Tasha was going to come out looking like they pappy and vice versa to you men. Mm-hmm. Stop treating these kids like mm-hmm. shit because you don't like their mama. It don't got nothing to do with that child at the end of the day. That child didn't ask to be here. Y'all bring that child into that world. And that child don't deserve nothing from you but love. Not abuse. Not being mm-hmm. talked down on because you don't like who you had a baby with. And that's something y'all need to stop doing as well. Stop laying down with people you barely know and procreating with them because you don't know these people. And I know. You don't know what they have, what they don't have. I've seen it happen where somebody is all this and some. They the sun, the moon, the stars, and y'all have a baby and they change. I've seen it happen. But I'm telling y'all, y'all kids do not deserve the abuse. Stop abusing these fucking kids for something that's out of their control. I'm not saying don't chastise your children. But sometimes chastising your child does not mean beat the shit out of your child. Sometimes you don't have to put your hands on your children. Sometimes it's as simple as talking to a child, hey, and you ain't got to raise your voice because we all know being screamed, that will make you shut down or jump into defense mode. 
My five-year-old is like that. You can't scream at her. You scream at her, the whole world has came crashing down on her. She is not open to anything you say thereafter. She's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. So I have to be like, you know, and I, we call her Bubbles, Bubbles. Now, you know you weren't supposed to do that. Just me saying that, she already is breaking down. But it, uh, but it, he he hit me first, okay? And you need to learn to verbalize your feelings without being abusive. You don't like it when he hits you, so stop hitting him. He bothering you? Tell him he's bothering you. And I have to, I have to agree. You know, we had this conversation before. I said the same thing. It, it starts with the parents, you know. And it's just unfortunate that a lot of these kids they go into the system, and the system is already, the system is already. The system is already fucked. Excuse me. It's already fucked up. We we fucking with a broken system. Like I I've dated. I've dated people who lived in the foster system. I dated a girl for the longest amount of time who lived in a foster system. Seeing, you know, foster system, seeing, seeing some of the things that she went through, some of the different experiences, and you know, and just, you know, just got to, you know, got to witness how they live versus how we lived on a regular basis, you know. And even with that, it's like, like Rain said, listen, take the. Take these kids because you really want to be sincere with these kids. You really want to give these kids love. You want to, you want to show them love. You know, you want to try to teach them the right way. And then you have some people who just, it's, you know, it's, it's all about a check at the end of the day. Like, all right, yeah, I got this one. I got this one. I got this one. You know, and then it's, you know, it's all about the, it's all about the money. You know, and that's a, and that's another thing. Like, it can't, it can't be all about the money. Like these kids generally. Uh, they're not money. dollar they signs. Generally, they, generally they are not paychecks. Ooh, and I'm sorry, Chuck, this was laid on me to say again. Look, for those of y'all that's talking about my mama and my daddy did it to me, so the fuck what? You didn't like it when you was abused. That does not give you the right to do it to a child. You hated that behavior so much that you felt like you uh, you, you grew up to be an exact replica. You're uh, repeating that same abuse onto your child. Make it make sense to me. I don't understand. You despise your parents. You talk down about your parent or parent or whatever the case, grandparents or whoever raised you because they abused you. It was unfair how they treated you. You didn't like what they did. And y'all turn around and do the exact same shit to your children. I said, why? Because that's all they know. That's why they do it. I don't give a shit. Know. Let me tell you it's not, And I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's right. No, I, I know you're not. Ju- I know you're but not I, justifying it. I know you're not justifying it. I, I absolutely understand. But let me let me let me let y'all know. I'm speaking from experience. Um, my mother was not the best mother, but she did damn good because she raised four kids by her motherfucking self. Her husband, unfortunately, died when my sister was three months old. And my mother was left to stick it out the rest of the way. And, listen, she had her abusive moments, but she apologized when we addressed it and was like, you know, well, mommy, you didn't do the best job at this. And I feel like maybe with this situation, you took it a little too far. She apologized for that. But let me tell you something. All my life growing up, my dad used to comment on my raised, how my mom raised me etc etc and it had gotten to a point one day when I was like motherfucker look you do not get to speak on how my mother raised me because you were absent especially not in the times that I was around you I watched you beat the shit out of women 
you hate your fucking father so much that you are an exact replica of him. Fact that his he hated the fact that his mother stepped that his father stepped out on his mother that his father was abusive that his father did this and that and a third to them and he is exact replica and somebody on my live know exactly who I'm talking about because unfortunately she is one of the survivors of the hands of my father and I thank her because I have a wonderful brother from her and I really appreciate you but like come on like how do you hate somebody that much like that's what I don't I don't I don't give a fuck if it's all you know because that's all I knew growing up and guess what I am the complete opposite of my parents I try not to beat my children I do not talk to my children like they animals out in the street. I do not treat my children some type of way because I'm mad with somebody else. No. You didn't like it. Do the opposite. I get it. Parenting didn't come with a menu. And a lot of this shit we learning as we go through it. I absolutely get it. But does not make it okay for you to turn around and do the exact same shit that you hated from your parents to your children. Knock it off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you feel good so it damn sure ain't feeling good to that kid. You now your kid is contemplating suicide and running away and shit. Something happened to your baby, you're gonna be the first one to cry. Bitch, why are you crying? Oh Lord, why? Why why, why are you crying? Why Lord? Why Lord? Why why are you crying? Stop abusing these goddamn children. Stop. And I and don't run me the bullshit and the excuses of I didn't oh well, my parents was like that. Okay, and it fucked you up, right? So why do it to your children? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. One of the staple moments for me that made me look at my father different my entire life and knew that that was a man that I wanted nothing to do with. When I got grown, I wanted to marry the opposite. I watched him beat. And I don't even think he's aware of it. But I don't even remember. I had to be between the ages of four and six. And me and my brother were on the floor sleeping. Him and his girlfriend at the time well, one of them, but I think she was his main girlfriend at the time, <laughs> was in the bed. And you know what we were woken up to? We were woken up to her saying, I'm not in the mood. Please stop touching me. I want to go. You, I don't want to have sex. I don't feel like it. I don't feel good. Do you know he proceeded to beat and rape her with his kids laying there on the floor? Her son was laying next to me as he beat and raped her. Because she had had him. Wow. And he yeah. doesn't understand yeah. why we have such a conflicted relationship when it comes to his kids. I put it to you like this. I am the second oldest of what I believe now to be 12 children. My youngest child is two. I have brothers and sisters the same age as my kids. And none, of, none of us have the same mother. None of us. What you know it's like in a way we all survivors, you know, and for anybody who doesn't know, anybody who's listening to live, me and Shorty, we're we're brother and sister, you know, and we we we've witnessed we've witnessed over the years with our mother, our father, you know, and uh-huh. eventually you know I say for me for the most part I got a chance to get away from it because I migrated south, but it's still she was still left to deal with it. My older sister was still left to deal with it, you know, and that that that's another thing. That's not that it 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 causes mental you know, it causes trauma to people, you know, and trauma, PTSD, you, mental illness. You know, and, and people, you know, people don't under you know, people don't people don't understand that I was like, you know, I I even my mother to this day, you know, we we listen, we clash. I I I'll, I'll call it like it is, we clash and 
like I told her, it got to get to a point where if we we shouldn't even clash for starters, but it got to get to a point where we shouldn't be clashing in front of children. I said because you know what I say, it's just the it's just the history repeating itself, and the cycle is not broken. I watch you and my father. Mm-hmm. I watch you and my father fight. You know, and these kids, they they watch it. You know, these these kids, kids are they so listening smart. When you think they're not listening, they like, see everything that you they think listen. They they'll they'll sit they'll sit back and imitate it. You know, like you know, like they they'll have their dolls. They they be imitating. You know, you be looking like, oh damn, we were just saying that like last week, weren't we? Listen, let me tell you something. My girls got ears like vultures. I sit there and laugh at them all the time because they be taking their dolls and everything else. And it doesn't even have to be something that they've seen us do. And this is why I say be careful around your children because children are sponges. They don't even have to be something that they hear us say to each other or they have seen us do. Y'all know these kids be watching YouTube and all kind of stuff. Like there's this shit that my kids watch, Google Gaga, some shit, Google Gaga kids and some other bullshit on YouTube and the stuff that these kids be saying and I just be like, mm, okay. Like, where you learn that from? Like, my daughter the <laughs> other day, she took the baby, and this is my two-year-old. She took the baby and was like, didn't I tell you not to do that? Sit your butt down. I'm not going to tell you again. I said, oh, she mimicking me. <laughs> 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 because I tell her that on a daily. I'm not going to say it again. You better sit your ass down or you're going to be in trouble. And she's a character for anybody who has met her. She makes you laugh, especially when she's in trouble. You'll tell her and be like, yeah, go sit your ass down before I beat it. Okay, mommy, you said go sit my ass down before you beat it? Okay. All right. <laughs> I sit my ass down. <laughs> That's factual. Um, I, I want I, I to tie, tie, tie this other topic into um, to the topic we're talking about, but I want to get everybody else's opinion first, you know. Oh, one second. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But for the person who asked me on my live, I said, and you, and you know because you're the mother of my brother, I said he has about 12 children now. I might be giving him one too many, but he got about 12 kids now when they just as young as our youngest kids. So, yeah. And I just want to say thank you because you raised my brother to be an amazing father. And I may not be there 24-7, but I have seen him hands on. And I thank you because for all the hatred and animosity that he could have took and been the total record of our father. So I really appreciate you for raising him the way that you did. Um, GT, what kind of thoughts you got? I'm definitely the opposite. Cause I always talk shit. Cause I know I used to get some ass whoopings back in the day from my granddaddy. Maybe if you try. <laughs> I ain't got the heart to do it. I'm the I'm the all uh, Kevin Hart when he when he talking about how bad it is. I think that was him. He just sitting there yelling, "Hey, but sit your ass down. Don't make me get up. Don't make me get up." <laughs> I'm all barking, nobody. And she know it. Listen, your your fellow friend over here, Chuck, go through it with the little one. She she think he she think he tissue paper saw. She laugh at him every time he raised his voice. Yeah, that, that's me. That's me at my. Not all the time. Well, yeah, not all the time. But she she know when you see it. But yeah, I definitely agree because um, all the assholes I got growing up as a kid. They um, they really know it don't help. It don't whooping them don't solve nothing. It just make it worse. 
It depends on the situation. It depends on the situation because some of my assholes made me not do it again. I ain't gonna lie. So, <laughs> so some things she only had to beat me once, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Nah, you want my ass. I'm finna go outside the house and tear some shit up. I'm taking my ain't got on You know <laughs> what? Your godson is like that. Your godson is like that. Look him and he got a problem. He throwing everything. Oh, yeah. He's I... shit up. If I can't take my ink out at home, boy, when I get to school, it's on and popping for somebody the next day. Oh no. Oh. Tere, Tere, what's your what's what's your thoughts? Tere. Well, she's on, but I don't know if she maybe she's Okay, Hello? Well, real quick. Oh, there she go. Oh, wait, we're quick. Um, for everybody that's listening live, if you have anything that you want to say, you can drop it down in the live feeds in the comments, and we'll read it out loud, and you'll get your responses from those that have called in. If you want to call in and state your piece, the number is 516-387-1817. Again, that is 516-387-1817. And for those of you who are first-time callers, if you're listening on the lines and you want to speak, simply press the one, and we will bring you in. Yeah, so Terrell, I was asking you. I was asking you your thoughts before I thought of um, before I thought of this other topic. Man. So, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Now we can. Terrell. Okay, so now I figured out what the issue was because I was just saying I couldn't figure out which button was muting me and which one wasn't. I'm using a different phone. I'm not familiar with it. I'm sorry. So what I was asking is, are you asking me my opinion on the original topic or the discipline portion? Yeah, the the, the original topic I had. Um, which was about the abuse. Which was about yeah. abuse and neglect, correct? Yes. Mhm. Okay. So obviously, no one agrees with abuse and neglect. Um. My opinion is that you need to find a balance when you're parenting and know your child because just like how Rain was just saying, they have five children and the five different personalities, which means it should be five different parenting styles. Like, yes, there should be some general house rules. However, you can't treat all children the same because they're not all the same. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is there is a story that I was watching with my husband. It's not a story. It was actually a news report on this 12-year-old boy who's like an upcoming like Instagram rapper. And he's pretty viral in his area. Mm-hmm. I believe he's from Texas or something. This little boy, I'm actually going to send Rain um, the link to it so she can watch it. Because I, I do want to have a private discussion. Not a private, but a separate discussion about that. Um, so basically, the little boy, seven years in juvie, because um, he was on probation for originally shooting a one-year-old. The what? one-year-old survived. Oh, yeah. oh arson. Sorry. I've seen that Originally, he was arrested for arson. I don't know exactly what he set on fire, but anyway, um, he was originally on probation for that. During his time where the trial was going on and they were postponing stuff due to COVID, this little boy shot a one-year-old. He was posting up Instagram videos with guns and hanging out with gang members, like known gang members and stuff. stuff. He had an ankle bracelet on. Uh, He just turned 12. He was 11 when it happened. And so, like I said, he's some big Instagram rapper in his area with hundreds of thousands of followers and all that good stuff. So what ended up happening was he eventually, like, he oh, and then he he posted up a video 
of him and a cutout of the judge pointing a gun at him, calling him all types oh, of pussy ass, whatever. What and da, 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 da. So it's funny that at the sentencing, the judge, he's like, I want to show you something. You recognize this? The judge actually printed out a picture of a screenshot of that video he made of him. And so while oh, the little boy was oh. doing all that crying and stuff, he was like, you know what's funny is you do this every time. Every time I meet with you, you have the tears and the waterworks. And he's like, I used to actually give you chance after chance because you're a little kid. He's like, I know that mm-hmm. you're really not, you know, that on the inside. But it gets to the point where it's just like, you know, this must be who you want to be. I'm not saying this is definitively who you are for the rest of your life. But this is who you're choosing to be right now. So maybe you do need some time to grow up in your environment and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, after he got sentenced, apparently the mom did some type of, you know, they got like Yonkers Voice and, you know, local news channels that are somewhat viral in their area. So uh-huh. I guess their local news, whatever their version of Yonkers Voices, decided that they were going to interview her. So they interviewed her, and she's very young. She had him at, like, 15, and she uh-huh. didn't really raise him anyway. Her father raised him. She's been in and out of jail. So basically, you know, the whole thing is a hot damn mess, and everybody failed her. So what happened is during the interview, she's laughing and giggling like it's cute because, you know, she's more intrigued at the fact that her son is pretty much famous, like hood famous. Uh-huh. So that's what uh-huh. she's more concerned about. And then she's giggling like a little teenager talking about <laughs> yeah I'm his mom and uh, yeah I know he be getting into stuff like like it's funny and that just makes me realize that that goes hand in hand with neglect yes he lives with you yes he's well fed yes he's clothed mm-hmm. and he's well taken care of, but you are neglecting him because apparently something's not clicking when it comes to his moral compass and obviously something's going on in your household or something should be going on that's not going on for him to have the availability to be around all these grown ass men with guns and stuff where are you when he's there are you there with them? Are you just as bad as them? Like, it just makes me wonder, like, okay, this is just as bad as you beating his ass to the point where he's in a bloody pulp. Like, what's the difference between you doing that and you completely neglecting your parental responsibilities and allowing this boy to run amok? Like, you're destroying his life before his life even started. And then you think it's cute and it's funny. Like, that's the part that disgusted me. And even if you look at the grandfather's face, who's the secondary guardian because of all the stuff the mom was doing, you just look like he was just tired of all of it. He was just, okay, like, take the little motherfucker away. Like, that's the, that's the face he had. It's like, I love him, but, like, I'm sick of this. You're not going to give me an early grave just because you want to act ass. And you're not even my responsibility. I'm done raising my kids. Why am I raising you? So it's wow. it's just a – I do agree that the, it takes a village, but also at the same time, you fail your kids just because you live with them and you think that you fed them and clothed them that your job is done. No, it's a lot more than that. It's personal development. It's maturity. It's teaching them to use their morality. And it's just everybody failed him. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people, they present. want to be their kids' friends instead of the parents. Yep, she wanted to be his friend. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's probably loving that. Remember what I talked about in the last podcast? We were talking about how you want, you want to be the cool young mom with all the attention. That's probably why the mom thinks mm-hmm. it's cute because she got all this attention from these young thugs that, she's, that the kid is hanging out with coming over her house, and she enjoys being the cool mom. And that's yeah. why she don't have a problem with it because she gets to live vicariously through her son. Because remember, wow. she was a young mom. She feels like her fun was taken from her. And now she's having her fun with her son. Instead Miss, of being that ain't mom. no excuse. That was your decision to have him. Your fun wasn't taken away from you. You was out there living promiscuous and you had a child. It's, it, it, that was your responsibility to buckle down. Listen, I was a young parent. That didn't stop me from having my fun, but I had fun within my limits at the same time of being a parent. Another thing, just because you're a present body does not mean you're a present parent. Money don't raise mm-hmm. kids. Being there does not raise kids. It takes you actively being involved with your children to raise children. And hear me when I say this. I don't mean it in a literal sense, but it is nothing wrong with being friends with your children as long as you have made and stood on the boundaries of letting them know exactly yes, 
There's no boundaries. Yes, you could talk to me like I'm your friend. There's nothing in the world that I want you to be afraid of telling me because I don't never want you to get to a point where you feel like you ain't got nobody to talk to because you're afraid of judgment from me. However, do know that I'm your parent and there are certain things that as your parent that I'm not going to tolerate. Like I let my girls speak freely, but they know there's just certain things that they can't say. And I say all the time, it's not about what you say, it's your delivery and how you say it. Like I had my oldest daughter the other day came to me and she said, you know, I just want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, okay, give me like two minutes and I'm all ears. She's like, no, I need your attention now because I really got to get this off my chest. I stopped what I was doing because it had to be of that vast importance. Mm -hmm. So I stopped and she was like, I don't know how else to say this. She said, but I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry for my behavior yesterday. She was like, but y'all be getting on my nerves. I'm like, who is y'all? You and dad. And I was like, okay, so explain. Uh, I'm not upset that you said we'd be getting on your nerves. <laughs> it's a natural thing. Hell, y'all get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Explain. I said, I, but keep in mind the way that you explain it. No, if you get disrespectful, I'm going to put my foot in your ass. But go ahead and explain it. <laughs> so she was like, no. I just feel like I get, I get tired of being screamed at for not paying attention to what somebody else do. I get that I'm the oldest and I'm supposed to be responsible, but I don't think it's fair that I have to get screamed at because one of the younger kids did something because I was sitting right there. And so I had to explain to her, I said, honey, it's not about you getting in trouble because they did something because you're the oldest. It's about accountability, awareness of your surroundings and responsibilities. I said, because when you get grown, they're not going to care who did what. All they know is that you were present and you didn't do anything to A, prevent it, or B, stop it, or B, come forward. Report it or do something to intervene. So as far as they're concerned, you're an accomplice. I said, it's not that we're on you because we just want to annoy you and be mean to you because you the oldest and you got little siblings. I said, but God forbid you sitting there on your phone, TikTok dancing and whatever else it is that you're doing on your phone. And your little sister is standing in the window. The security bar gives way in the window and your little sister goes out the window. Guess what? We go to jail and you go to jail too because as far as they're concerned, you pushed out the window. You could say you didn't all day long. Yeah, there's no way of proving you didn't. Yeah. That's factual. Hey, guys, we got we got we do got a caller that wants to speak. I'm going to bring him in on in a, sec- on in a second. We got 10 minutes of this show left. Um... Topic number four. I'm just gonna move to another day because I don't even wanna. I don't even wanna get into it because it's not enough time. But um, I feel like can... we should have done haunted stories today. I feel like <laughs> we missed the yeah. opportunity to do that. Like I said I wanted you, can squeeze, you technically can squeeze. And once you bring in the caller, you can squeeze topic four into it because it's gonna be a lot of yes or no's because um. All right, hold on. Before we do that, real quickly, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna do question five. What's something you always desired to be for Halloween? Me, I think I've been everything I want to be. A crack rock. <laughs> oh, no. Lord, wait, 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 wait. a crack rock, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'll say it again. <laughs> All right, well, since we're being outrageous, I wish I was a detail. <laughs> one more time. One more time for the people. Say it again. A crack rock. A crack oh, rock. <laughs> wait, who? Wait, who? who Wait, who said that? Who said that? Shorty. Shorty said it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, get the fuck out of here. Okay, really quickly. I'm not being serious. 
uh, in regards to topic three, somebody in um, my live said, I feel what she is saying because in Give Village, there were so many young kids walking around alone, even at night, not giving a damn where they were because they was out doing their own thing. And with them niggas and most of them dudes, we know half are dead and half are in jail. Some parents need to do better with parenting and giving these kids love and attention and give them the comfortability that they can talk to you and tell you anything and everything. There are so many people in the world that pray for kids and motherfuckers get kids and mistreat them. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is definitely a fact. Uh-huh. Bring something you always wanted to be for Halloween. A fly on the wall. GT, something you always wanted to be for Halloween. The Invisible Man. Teray, something you always wanted to be for Halloween. Um, nothing. I've never really <laughs> been into dressing up. Silky I'm sorry, Silk, I'm the party pooper on this. <laughs> Silky Silk, what it do? What the deal, go? What? <laughs> what's, what's, what's something you always wanted to be for Halloween? I know the answer, I know the answer. A long dick. You're right. No, I never. I was never motherfucking. I, I don't celebrate these holidays, nigga. I was a robber, nigga. I take these candy, nigga. That's all I do. Something you always wanted to do for Halloween. I got the answer. Deep in some pussy. <laughs> you already know, nigga. You already know. I'm trying to fuck something all day, day. <laughs> That's it, nigga. I'm trying to be the deals nails to get that pills nails. <laughs> um, we do. I'm sorry for the call, for the person in my live feed that asked us how often do we do this live. It's actually a radio podcast that we do. Um, we're trying to get consistent with it because we've been doing it for years now, and we generally drop off because life happens. Um, but I will send out. I said I usually post on Facebook, on Instagram, um, when we're going live at least a day before. <laughs> um, so yeah, just keep an eye out. Matter of fact, if you're interested, I'll, um, from now on, when I do send out the reminder text messages and um, updates, I will personally send them to your inbox so that you're present. Thank you. And if you would like to be on the show, we are always, you know, we we are open to guests. Yeah, we are We're open. open to co-hosts. Um, also, if you're listening live and you have something that you want to say, the number is 516-387-1817, 516-387-1817. And if you don't want to call in but you have something you want to say, um, you can drop it down in the comments. I agree. He was. It is what it is. He was a hoe all his life. All his life he's been a hoe. He's still home. So can I so can yeah. I get the show? So can I put the silk can I put the silkster on blast? One time. Oh, day low, bust me down, go. When the fuck are you coming back to the airways? Nigga, you let me know, God. You gotta bust me down, nigga. I'm I'm waiting on y'all, nigga. You feel me? I'm ready to get you. I'm ready to get John Blake. the invite. Ah, nigga, please. Ah, nigga, please. Look, whenever y'all look, look, when the show jump off. Y'all holler at a nigga, and then we can go ahead and set a date, and it's all easy breezy. Done deal. It's a done deal. For everybody who doesn't know, that's the legendary Silky Silk. Okay, so uh, topic four, which we can squeeze in in these last five minutes. Do you believe the affirmation, you can be anything you want to be, is a valid affirmation? I'm going to go ahead and get my answer. No. 
It's bullshit. And stop, just stop feeding these here bullshit. Because I can't be anything I want to be. My skin color blocks me from being anything I want to be. And that's just reality in fucking America. Yes. Uh, about 5% of the classroom, y'all tell them, can be anything they want to be. The rest of them better settle for a trade or a regular 9 to 5. And you I got can be this. dead, nigga. That's it. <laughs> and I, I got this from Chris Rock. It was a, it was a comedy sketch that I saw that he did. You know, he said the same thing. He said, you know, stop, stop lying to these kids. He said, you know, let them know they can be what they want to be if they're qualified. Stop just telling them they can be anything that they want to be. And then he, you know, he furthermore went on about the vice principal. He's like, it's like, what did you do? You just woke up one morning and decided that you wanted to be a fucking vice principal. <laughs> Let me let me tell everybody else in here. Um, GT, you agree or disagree? No, I agree. That's the damn truth. Shit, you can be, you can think you can be anything you want to be, but if you ain't the corporate color, then pretty much, but you you're on the short rope. Some some people listen. I'm I'm just gonna keep it 100. Some of y'all kids ain't smart enough to be the president. Some a little right right only good enough to be the manager of Burger King, and that's fine. Cause we need a manager. And number one, Lil Ray Ray, that nigga was fucked up with his name, Lil Ray Ray. He ain't never gonna be shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep going, keep going. I'm listening. Stop lying to me, Shorty, you agree or you disagree? Uh, to tell you the truth, I think if you put the work in, you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. Honestly, maybe you can't be whatever you want to be, but you could do what the fuck you want to do. As long as you put that work in, it don't always matter. I mean, it matters about the color, but fuck that. Do what you want to do. Put your mind to it. Put your work in. Shit on people. That's just that. But some things, no matter well, how work much is always, you work is not qualified to do it. Work is always good. Work is always good, but at the end of the day, like you stated, put in work, keep it going. But do what you got to do. It's not no fucking end game. The end game is where you need to want to be. Period. Point blank. There's nothing else to discuss. But end, but Look at what happened what with Barack Obama. Do, His end game was but, president. Over. Done. To Ray, you agree or you disagree? To Ray. It's that damn button again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I kid you not. This phone, when you press speakerphone, is black when you're actually on speakerphone. So I'm assuming when mute is black, just like speakerphone, that is actually oh, on. No. Nope. No, no. It's the opposite. But anyway, um, I do believe that to an extent uh, you absolutely can be what you want to be. But here's the, here's the catch. A lot of the groundwork has to be laid from the beginning. So, for instance, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm working on a youth program, and it's an enrichment program where we're basically giving these kids in the hood the same opportunities that these kids and, you know, the neighboring really white neighborhoods get to have. So basically, I've already reached out to a couple of people that I know are millionaires and have, like, successful businesses, and they've been in Forbes magazine, and they've been, you know, executives at YouTube. One person was an executive at uh own magazine or something like that. So the point is I have people who are willing to reach down and grab up and mentor some young people and give them opportunities that they generally aren't given. Because let's face it, face it, we've all worked places where you got that asshole who got the job and got promoted multiple times just because of who he's cool with or who he's related to, but he don't know shit about shit. So mm-hmm. we've all been there. Who the damn parents and it's all about who you, Yeah, it's all about who you know. 
So I would love to provide that same opportunity with kids who don't know anybody who's up there like that, at least in that capacity to know them personally besides yes, sir, and, and no, sir, like working at I know, agree. Burger King. Thank you. Can, so I, can, can I say something? Can I interject real quick? I'm almost for one done. Second? I don't want to forget because I have ADHD and I will forget. So, <laughs> what I was going to say, y'all laughing. I'm dead fucking serious. Like, if I don't get my thought out, I'm going to forget and I'm going to be dead. And you know what, you know what I'm going to think about it? I'm going to think about it at 2 in the morning when I wake up. I'm like, fuck, I should have said that. So, <laughs> what I was going to say is that I feel like, yes, you can be what you want to be, but you have to start in the beginning and build those foundations, whether it be lining up to take the right course you need to take in order to do that or learn how to do X, Y, and Z so that when you get older, now you have the tools to be able to do what you need to do. Silky, go. Sorry, I'm done. All right, Silky, go, because we got like 30 seconds. (laughs) I know. Listen to me. What I was going to say is that don't sit there and talk about you trying to get the youth together and you talk about reach down to you. Nigga, you're never down nowhere. You're always up if that's what you're trying to do. So don't ever part your lips and say down. You understand what I'm saying to you? Fall back on that. I'm done. Okay, and I just want to say one thing real quick. I don't think she meant reach down in that sense. I think she meant reach down. Like, hey, listen, I don't care. Listen to me. Nowadays, the way the world is, people take you literally. Yeah, I get it. All right, you got that one. Um, also, what I want to say before we end real quick is uh, stop putting your dreams on your kids. Let your kids be what they're good at. <laughs> that they want to do. A lot of kids fail in life because their parents push their aspirations off on these kids. Let these kids fulfill their own dreams. Um, with that Period. note, since we're out of time, it's your girl A-Rain, um, and I'm done and over. Thank you for listening. Everybody that tuned in, everybody that called in, everybody that spoke up during live, thank you so much. Tell a friend to tell a friend and come on over again. Y'all can meet us on Y'all can meet us on the 11th And on the 13th Definitely the 13th I'm not too sure about the 11th I threw the 11th out there But definitely the 13th um, Anybody want to kick shout outs real quick Go ahead Suki You want to kick shout outs real quick Nigga you already know I got love Crazy love for y'all niggas It's all good And everybody else Who digging y'all I'm digging them Simple Alright Shorty you got shout outs no, just everybody have a good night and enjoy the holiday tomorrow. They're fucked up right. and have fun. Ain't no holiday. There's a holiday. GT, you got shout out. Family, shout out everybody for listening. Shout out everybody tuning, watching y'all on live. Thank you for coming, showing us love. Make sure you tune in for the next show. Bigger and better each show. Terrell, you got shout out. Uh, I guess not. I mean, sorry for being dry. I just had a drink. So I'm a little. <laughs> uh, you litty, you litty. It's all. I'm good getting litty. All right, all right, shit. All right, cool, cool, cool. It's all good in the field. Once again, this has been the Real Life Spill Show, Real Talk Friday. Again, catch us on the 11th and on the 13th. And for everybody that's going out tomorrow, please follow CDC guidelines. Be safe out there. And Social distance, wear your mask. COVID don't want to kick your ass if you if you you don't want it. If you you gonna be ignorant, then you deserve it. Other than that, cover your ass, be safe. And let's get our black asses out of here. And let that nigga know he's coming back. Say one more time, Silk. I didn't hear what he said.
He said, let oh, those motherfuckers know that the Silky Silk show is coming back. All right. All right, yeah, we definitely going to let them know. We're going to brainstorm, and like GT said, go vote. All right, let's get our black asses out of here for real. It's the Red Light Spill Show. One. Take our black asses out of here. Won't you take our black asses out of here? Won't you come save us, catch up, and kill all these crackers? Lord, take our black asses out of here. Save this motherfucker now. Take our black asses out of here. Because you a bitch, nigga. Take our black asses out of here. Bring your shit Come save us, catch up, and kill all these crackers. Kill you, 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 kill you